All right, welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here. Episode 44. What? Thanksgiving week. It's the title, One Easy Way to Change Your Life for the Better. I believe it. <laughs> I'm glad you do. <laughs> I do too. Biggest cheerleader over here. Uh, no, I, I really, it's, it's Thanksgiving week. This is so exciting. Do you like Thanksgiving, like, equal you don't like it as much as christmas no, i i do and i don't okay so it's not as magical to me no it's not at all but there are aspects of thanksgiving that i love even more than christmas like what less pressure like i feel like you get to thanksgiving day and it's pretty chill i mean yeah you're doing some cooking you know you're hanging out but like you eat and it's just you're just with your people. Mm-hmm. Christmas, I feel like you're with your people, but you also you got the presents going on. That's fun. I will oh, it's say fun. I, yeah, yeah, I will yeah. say Thanksgiving is like the start of a fun season where inevitably on Christmas around like two o'clock in the afternoon I get sad that it's all oh, over. I'm sad by ten AM. <laughs> so Thanksgiving at least is like oh, start and you know, yeah, the Christmas the music and the parades the and the, season, yeah. Yeah, like it. It's good. But I do. I love Thanksgiving. You have? Do you have any like favorite Thanksgiving memories? Mm, I don't know if I have a specific memory. I think it's just like when I think Thanksgiving, I think of our whole family at my parents' house. That's where we host our extended family. Um, and typically, my grandma will make us go around and say something we're thankful for. And as we got older, it just got more and more awkward and funny. So I think I have funny memories of like us going around saying things that we're thankful for, like at an older age, <laughs> but, but at an age where it like wasn't cool. And we're like, I don't know, like my friends. Um, so I, I, but really it's just like, I love all of our family being together at the same time, which as you get older is harder and harder to yeah, do. Yeah. What about you? I think for some reason, my favorite Thanksgiving memories have to sit around football and not watching football, but playing football. I learned this about you last year. It was my first Thanksgiving, like with you married and we were here and we had your boys. We challenged another family. Yeah. to football, football. which I was like, why are we doing it? Like, and me we? and you and the boys, like they're good friends of ours, but Mike and Jenna, we crushed you and your family. <laughs> I was crushed. you. I had just, I was, I knew that I was pregnant. I was like four days Aware pregnant. of my pregnancy, and you're out there playing football. I was playing football. No, I didn't care about that so much, but I was just like, I was so preoccupied about everything else. I was like, I don't want to play freaking football right now. I love it. All the way back to the kid, for some reason, like I remember on Thanksgiving Day, sometimes being out there with, you know, grandparents. I have pictures of us being out there, we'd just pick up football game. Of course, as my boys got older, even when they were little, we'd play football. I don't know why. It's just kind of a fun getting family out there who wouldn't mm-hmm. normally ever play football yeah. and playing a game Break together. Break a few bones. I, I just love it. I always really look forward yeah. to that. How about favorite food for Thanksgiving? Mm, it's got to be carbs. So like mashed potatoes. Mm, and gosh, bread. I love some good but mashed potatoes. But really potato. mashed potatoes are like my jam. And the sad, like it's not sad. It's not like isolated to Thanksgiving. So I don't feel like, oh, looking forward to it just for Thanksgiving because I have it more than just once a year. But um, I don't know. Turkey is kind of boring to me. So Turkey is kind of boring. Um, I had this conversation with your mom, who's in town this past weekend, mm-hmm. and we both agreed stuffing is our favorite because it's 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 good, and it's also something you don't normally have. We're like mashed potatoes. You can, you're going to have that, you know, twenty times a year. I'll be honest. I've never actually had stuffing. 
ever? No. Oh, you're having it this Thanksgiving. <laughs> you are not getting up from the table until to, you eat some. Who wants stuff. to eat something called stuffing? I do. No. Same thing. What's what's the difference between stuffing and dressing? Mm. I have heard people define the difference, but I, I know don't. my mom knows it. Anyway, I don't know. Either way, the the thought of something called stuffing and it just looks like a bunch of like it looks like I gave a very old person about 10 different foods, ask them to chew it in their mouth and spit it out on a it plate. It looks like cat throw up. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Every time a cat throws up, you're like, oh, it's stuffing. Stuffing. Mmm. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Nasty. Nasty. That's gross. No, mashed potatoes all the way. Oh, all right. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so I'm excited about what we're talking about today. Can I jump into this? The one easy way to change your life for the better. Yes. So we're getting close to the end of a year. And, um, you know, that, that brings up a lot of stuff for me. But I, I, I usually, towards the end of the year, I start this kind of process of starting to think about the next year. And part of that process for me is I do this little exercise I call add, edit, delete. Mm-hmm. So I kind of look back through the past year at what worked, what didn't work. And this is specifically kind of geared towards habits. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big believer in habits. I think I'm a big believer in goals, but I also believe your daily habits are kind of what feed that and get you closer right. to those big goals. And add it, it deletes a little exercise I do it with myself. I do it with clients, but it's it's this idea of all right, what do I need to add? What do I need to edit? You just kind of tweak, and then what do I need to delete? Like it, it's not working. Mm-hmm. And when I look back over this past year, one of the things for me that I know I want to maintain going into 2022 is a new habit for me this past year uh, was my gratitude journal. Yeah, you did. You were consistent. Uh, yes. I, 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 darn it. I meant to bring it just to flip through it for those of you on YouTube. Just I love that paper and it's all worn out from the whole year of just every day writing down mm-hmm. a handful of things I'm grateful for. It has been a game changer for me. It really has yeah. as far as a daily practice. Yeah, I, I, I like, you know, you're one of the most disciplined routine people I know, but I still thought, oh, he'll, he'll stop that in a few months, you I know, didn't. and you didn't, you stuck I with it. I did not give it up. I'm going to roll that right into 2022 because it, it really has, it, it's just had a huge impact on me. And, and there's other ways you can develop gratitude for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. But for me, that practice of just daily, every morning, kind of writing down a handful of things I'm grateful for, has just set my mindset for the day. Right? Do you know something? What? I would say like once a week, I check it and see if I'm on it. Really? <laughs> yes. I don't even know. Is that legal? Can you do that? Only if it's sitting out and I see it and I'm like, oh, I wonder what it says. And sometimes it does, like grateful for Jordan, da, da, da. Well, now that I know that, I'm going to have to start faking it like every day. <laughs> For I don't check it every day for but her if, hair. If you happen to leave it open, I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I, I want to ask you a question. You don't. It's rhetorical. You don't have to answer oh, it. Okay. Good. And essentially, it's for everybody to answer. Uh, but the question is this: in, in your life, are you becoming a more grateful person, or are you becoming more of a let's call it a grumbler? Grateful or grumbler? Yeah. Like just in your life, and I think this is important. Every once in a while, I just ask: Am I becoming a more grateful person? The scientific research out there, Jordan, on gratitude is astounding. Mm-hmm. Science has proven that people who regularly exhibit gratitude feel more alive, they sleep better, 
they express more compassion and kindness. They have stronger immune systems. And Lord knows we all need that in the season of COVID, <laughs> right? So like, I, it, it's unbelievable, like the impact that it can have on mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here's just three thoughts. I'm going to give us three thoughts as we're kind of going into Thanksgiving week, probably when most of you are listening to this. Heck, you might be on the way to Thanksgiving at somebody's, we're going to be in Georgia this year. Aren't mm-hmm. we? Can't wait. But three just kind of thoughts around the idea of gratitude, okay? Okay. First one is this. Gratitude should never be invisible or silent. Hmm. In other words, gratitude isn't something you just feel, like, internally. It's something that should be expressed, right? And so my follow-up question to the last question I just asked is, who in your life needs to hear that you're actually thankful for them? This could be a boss, this could be a parent, this could be a friend, this could be a spouse. My my other thought around this is to make it as specific and and personal as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. In other words, you know, you you can always text a friend and say, "Hey, thanks for last night. That was awesome." Mm-hmm. Or you could text your friend and say, "You know, when I'm around you and your family, I just feel so alive and I feel a love that I don't feel Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm in other circles, mm-hmm. there's a difference, right? There's a, there's a, absolutely like you can, you remember those, those texts or you remember those words and it almost makes you live that way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like yeah. I had I, you, one of your good friends texted me a couple weeks ago and said something really kind to me and why he was grateful for me. And I was like, I just out of the blue and it, it meant I've replayed those words in my head so many times. And I'm like, you know what? I stopped believing about that about myself, but because you said it specifically to me i believe that again mm. you know it's just something about the specificity specificity specificness that's a two dollar <laughs> word right there something about it being specific changes yeah so the gratitude should never be be invisible or silent in other words when you feel it say it yeah right? i like it second thing gratitude begins where your sense of entitlement ends mm-hmm. so the bottom line is you and I can't be grateful for something that we feel entitled to. Mm -hmm. So the higher your sense of entitlement, the lower your sense of gratitude in every area of your life. And I'm trying really hard these days. And heck, we talked about, uh, probably it was around Thanksgiving last year on the podcast, this exact same topic. Because it's so easy, I think, to slip into entitlement. Mm-hmm. And and it's like you probably don't think about your life this way, but you you have like this entitlement list and this grateful list, right? And if it's on your entitlement list, you it can't also be on the grateful list. Mm-hmm. So the goal is, at least for me in my life, is to move as many things off the entitled list. These are things owed to me. These are things I deserve. Move as many things as I can off that list over to the grateful list, mm-hmm. and realize, hey, that's a gift. And I'm telling you, the vast majority of your things in life are not owed to you. That's right. You're not entitled to it, right? You're not entitled to the house you live in. You're not entitled to the kids that you have. You're not entitled for the job that you have. You're, you're not entitled to the, those things, right? They're, they're gifts. And I'm not saying you didn't do some right things along the way, sure. right? But, but they're gifts. And... Um, I don't know. I get myself into a real negative space quick when I start to believe lots of things are owed to me. And the reality is mm-hmm. for me in my life, I believe it. It's all grace, right? Every bit of it. Mm-hmm. It's just grace. Yeah, that's good. 
And the third thing, you want to hear the third thing? Yes. Are you grateful for the third thing? I'm beyond grateful (laughs) and I feel not entitled to the third thing. The third thing is grateful people can find a blessing or create a blessing in almost every situation. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that? I believe that because you practice that. You're you're much better at the grateful versus entitled thing than I am. Tell me more. I'm just kidding. I'm just. Kidding. Uh, you are. I, especially right now where I feel like I'm kind of like homebound and like newborn lockdown. I get very, like I don't know. I just, sometimes I can spiral and spin into this like all the things that I feel like I don't have anymore because mm-hmm. of this new love of our life. Which again, I love her dearly and would never trade it for anything. But you know, I could be grateful for this amazing little human and I am but like you know in the hard moments I'm I feel entitled to my past life sure that's really interesting we're gonna we're gonna do this maybe the next episode because what you just said is so true and that is any form of change even good change is a form of loss mm-hmm. all change is loss yeah there's it's a form loss of loss it. there's loss in it that's right and so I I say that, and then I also say this to follow up on what you just said. It's really important what you just kind of brought out because the reality is there are certainly particular seasons that you're in, sometimes long seasons, where it's much more difficult to mine for gratitude than others, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just be honest about that. But grateful people, I still believe, can find a blessing or create a blessing no matter what the circumstance is, because gratitude is not based on how good your situation is. It's based on how good you see your situation to be. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why, if you're listening to this right now, it's exactly why somebody who has a fourth of what you have can be twice as grateful as you are. Because mm-hmm. it's not based on how good your situation is. It's mm-hmm. how, how good you see your situation to be. It's good. There's a guy by the name of Henry Nowen has this great quote. He says this, to be grateful for the good things that happen in your life is easy, but to be grateful for all of our lives, the good as well as the bad, the moments of joy as well as the moments of sorrow, the successes as well as the failures, the rewards as well as the rejections, that requires hard spiritual work. Do you feel like you can genuinely be grateful while you're going through the, the, the lows? Or do, do you think that that's something you can, it's like, oh, you'd be grateful afterwards when you've seen the, the transformation. It's when you're in it. I think you can, I think you can be grateful even in it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that's easy, but I think it's possible to find ways to be grateful. Maybe not for that particular thing that you're feeling in that moment, mm-hmm. right? Or you're experiencing in that moment but for the larger picture of your life. And I think it's important to say like gratitude doesn't dismiss grief or sadness. Like you, I think you can be grateful for, for things in your circumstance, in your life while you're still feeling a sadness. Do you think that's true? Absolutely true. You can be experiencing deep sadness and still at the same time, find a place in your heart to be grateful for what that sadness is teaching you. It comes down to this for me, and this has been another game shift for me in the past year of looking at life as if, I'm not looking at life as if it's happening to me. I'm looking at life as if it's happening for me. Mm -hmm. All of it. Mm -hmm. Not just the good stuff, right? The difficult stuff. It's still happening for me, right? 
it's 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 teaching me something. I'm learning something along that way, and um, I, I it, it's a big shift for me because I think historically my gratitude tended to follow the ebb and the flow of my life. So when things were going good, mm-hmm. I was grateful. When things were going bad, I was not so grateful. I was yeah. bitter. Yeah. So it, it's it's a new thing for me, and it doesn't come natural all the time. But I've I have learned. That, you know, an example I've used in, when talking about gratitude with people, and this happened earlier in the year uh, when I was just starting my gratitude list, but my Jeep had broke down. You remember mm-hmm. this? Yes. And uh, at first I'm just like, why does this dang Jeep like seem to break down all the stinking time? In fact, for the record, it's in the garage right now. The like shop. Yeah. Yeah. Almost a year later. <laughs> yeah it's still broken i will i will say you <laughs> really didn't funny. complain about that very much so no you're, i you're didn't living it. no because it what you know what i wrote down i wrote down in my gratitude journal i'm thankful i have the money to be able to take my jeep and get it repaired yeah mm-hmm. am i thankful that the jeep broke down no right it doesn't it mean be. you have to be grateful for your exact circumstance right like you might be going through something and you're not grateful for your, you know, you're going through a divorce or that you lost your job, but you can be grateful for your friend who showed up for you. That's right. For your friend who came over and brought That's you dinner. Right. Like it doesn't mean you, you have to be so like, say thank you for losing your job. No, it's find the things around you that are still little lights. And that actually changes your perspective. And, and you know what that does? I think if you ever had one of those days, I've had these, I've had many of these days. I think the Christmas lights in the background are doing weird things. Oh, it's like strobing. Yeah. Sorry about that. We are, listen, we are not lighting professionals. We're shooting again late at night and sunlight just hides our inability to know how to light. When we don't have sunlight. We got a strobe. Christmas strobe. It's raving. Uh, Anyway, I forget what I was saying. It was going to be so good too. I was (laughs) I was saying, uh, you don't have to be grateful for the exact circumstance, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you can be grateful for the things around it. Got it. Perfect. So what, where I was going was, you ever had one of those days where like something bad happens in the morning and you're like, oh, it's going to be one of those days. <laughs> I said she, that this morning. I know you did. I wasn't going to call you out. I was not going to call you out. Pepper you wasn't napping. I was like, dang it, it's just the beginning. And I said, why'd you have to speak that into existence? But, but I was right. I wasn't going to, no, 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 listen. <laughs> and, and then you say that and then it, 30 minutes later, something else happens. You're like, yes, it's, it's what your mind is. It's, it's it confirmation bias. So, yeah. so as soon as you speak that like you're out, manifesting it. your mind is looking for different ways to confirm what you just said. Mm-hmm. Right. Your mind wants you to be right. So uh, I, for me, what that gratitude, if you want to call it a trick, call it a trick, call it a discipline, call it a spiritual practice, call it whatever the heck you want to. For me, it stops that cycle mm-hmm. and it isolates and puts whatever's happening in your life into true perspective. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. So it, things don't snowball on mm-hmm. you. I never snowball. What are you talking about? I don't know. Never. No, that's good. That's true. So that's I need to be better my, about it. I, I really, I really struggle. I really struggle when I feel the like the discipline it's, of it, or with no, just I struggle gratitude. when the circumstances in my control. Ish. So okay, that sounds dumb. Like Pepper this morning went mm-hmm. nap, and I feel like it's somewhat in my control by schedule, feeding, etc. That she's gonna nap better, and so it's like I just have a hard time. Like when it's something I feel like 
I could have done better or corrected in my control and it doesn't go right, I have a really hard time being grateful. Okay. So can we use that instance and we'll sure. kind of wrap up with that? Sure. So here's what I would say. Don't, don't work hard to try to find a way to be grateful for the fact that Pepper didn't take the nap you wanted her to take today. What you want to do is pull back, right? Pull back and say, what am I thankful for? I'm thankful for this beautiful baby girl. I'm thankful for this opportunity to be, be a first-time mom. I'm thankful for all the things I'm learning. I'm thankful for the fact that uh, some lady we don't even know who's trying to get certified as a sleep what, what is she? sleep consultant reached out and we're going to get free sleep consulting. consulting. <laughs> I'm th- you, you see what I'm saying? I know. Because here's what, and again, here's, here's the trick. Oh my gosh, I'm going to add this. This should be a fourth point. But see, what gratitude does is it keeps you from getting so narrowly focused on what the problem is. Because that's what, your mind wants to focus in on what's wrong, all right? What's wrong is this baby is not sleeping. And that's all you can see, right? And you're just, it's like tunnel vision. Gratitude, and I see how it impacts everything else. Yeah, gratitude, gratitude requires you to pull back from that and say, and, and not be fake and be like, I'm so grateful this baby is not sleeping, right? Or I'm so grateful this baby has healthy lungs and screaming her head off. Like, that's fake, right? But what it requires you to do is pull back from the situation and 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 see it at a larger perspective and say, yeah, this this is hard. Man, I'm so thankful Though I have this baby in my life, I'm thankful I'm a mom. I'm th- you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do. No, that- I am super grateful for all those things. And I agree. Like, there's times I posted on Instagram the other week, like, hey, help, if anybody has, like, sleep tips. And the amount of moms that reached out and said, I wish that my baby would sleep in my arms like she's sleeping Aww. in yours. I know. Which I was like, oh, my gosh. That's so true. But, no, it, it was a reminder that. You know, you often don't know what you have in the moment and what you have might seem, you know, negative in the moment, but other people would wish for it, you know, so. One of the, our little tagline for this podcast is, you know, remind you of the joy of life, love of God and the possibilities that lie ahead. And I I think that's what gratitude does. It reminds you of the joy of life. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get anything else from this episode, that's what I hope you walk away with is you'll be reminded the joy of life that life is not perfect it's far from perfect relationships are far from perfect your financial situation is probably far from perfect Um, all of life is far from perfect but it doesn't mean that there's not joy in all of that and so much of gratitude is just about perspective Mm And so if you're going through some tough stuff these days, um, as we head into the holiday season, man, I'm sorry. I hate to hear that. I hate that for you. I wish circumstantially everything was lining up for you. But rare are the seasons where everything lines up, mm-hmm. like circumstantially. Mm-hmm. So we have to find a way in the midst of all that to still be grateful for the lives that we have and the yeah. relationships that we have. And um, so I hope that this week, as we all kind of like across our country pause to eat lots of turkey and delicious stuffing. No, that's one thing that I'm not grateful for. That in the midst of all that, that we can just pause and maybe take some time to just list out some of the things that you're grateful for in your life. If you're in the car right now listening to this with your family, as soon as it's over in about 60 seconds, why don't you just go around? Just share with each other. Do it. If you don't, now it's awkward. So. 
You have to. Yeah. You know what? I This is such a fun little thing I do for Thanksgiving or I have in the past is, you know, that like brown paper that's mm-hmm. like you wrap like meat in or whatever. I would pull like a huge long thing out and put butcher it on. Butcher paper. Butcher, thank you. Boom. Butcher paper. Put it on the table, like almost like a table runner. And then I'd put like people's assigned seats on it. And next to each person's name, I'd put three things I'm grateful for about them. Ooh. And you should totally do that because it's so fun. People sit down and they look at it and they're like, oh my gosh. Like it immediately, it's like very sweet. And everyone's talking about what's on their list. So do that. So you're in the car with your fam. Talk about what you're grateful for for each of you. And then if you're not, if you're feeling crafty, do a, a thankful table runner. Follow That's me on Pinterest. Fantastic. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, it's good. Um, I really Thank like you, that grateful word. Jordan and, Martha Stewart. I know. And if you need to practice like the, the gratitude routine, mm-hmm. what do you do? Every morning you wake up. I'm not saying this works for everybody schedule but you would do it first thing in the morning and yep. you write what three things you're grateful for that's it three to five three to five <laughs> three to five we're overachievers here but yeah writing it down and there's times i come in you're writing it down and i know i don't like to talk to you until you're done with it but it really i've seen you it just changed you yeah, not no not like crazy but just like little shifts in the morning where you're like i am in a better mood these are the things that i'm going to be actively grateful yeah, for today. some people like to do it at the end of the day yeah. And, and it's just, they're like, yeah, they're reflecting back on the day. That makes sense to me, too. I like doing it in the morning because I feel like it, it as I said earlier, it, it kind of creates this mindset for the Precedent. day. Yeah. And That's I good. go throughout the day then looking for things to be grateful That's for. Good. And it kind of changes everything. I love it. I'll tell you one last thing I'm grateful for, and that's everybody listening to this mm-hmm. podcast. Aren't you? Very. We, um, as you guys know, are kind of in the thick of a lot of things with developing new things that we're excited to um, announce to you guys very soon. Oh, Goal Getter. Goal Getter is a big one, the course that we're launching uh, that Pete is teaching. Um, but, you know, we're also in the thick of a baby and all these things with this podcast. Like, we're shooting this at night because we love it so much. Normally we shoot these in the morning, but we didn't want to miss it. Um, and we're just grateful for you guys. And you've kind of been... Um, just kind of a, a, a family and a community to us that we didn't really know to expect. So we're really grateful for you guys. Super grateful. We hope you and your family have an amazing yeah. Thanksgiving and uh, we'll see you on the other side. <laughs>